Good day to everybody. This is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian, and this is um, Curious Conversations. Uh, I am here today with my cutie face, Dezina, uh, my two-month-old, the bearer of all the troubles of a father because she is a girl. She is my third girl. I only have girls. Uh, I often joke about how um, God has um, given me girls so that I can raise up the wives of your sons uh, because uh, I have some pretty adorable uh, daughters. Uh, So today, it being Thanksgiving, whilst I'm uh, recording this, I wanted to uh, kind of talk about my thoughts, my opinions, my views on Thanksgiving, uh, the the do's and don'ts of Thanksgiving almost. Uh, so first with the joke, uh, how many Indians does it take to fry a turkey? Uh, I don't have an answer to that one, but I know that it offends... Uh, many people because there's a, uh, mis- a misconception in one sense, pro- I, I kind of say propaganda of sorts, that teaches our youth, taught me when I was a youth, and uh, is teaching general society that somehow Thanksgiving is uh, the white man's uh, celebration and Native Americans and uh, intersectional peoples, identity peoples, uh, should have no business uh, with uh, white people and their holidays. Uh, this is a silly misconception, if I be so bold to say um, such a thing. For uh, the first, again, we already know that the first Thanksgiving was uh, held by both uh, white English Christians and Native American spiritualists, uh, who in some of them had become Christians, had converted to Christianity, so that helped too. A number of them spoke English of some uh, sort, especially after spending time with uh, the pilgrims. And I wanted to, uh, one, clear up a couple things, and two, kind of get you prepared for not just this Thanksgiving, since we probably won't watch this before, or listen to this before, you spend time with your familia and co-workers and friends and all the things, uh, but you will um, undoubtedly uh, be spending time with somebody at some point who differs from you um, on your views of just about everything. So uh, here, here is here's a beautiful one beautiful thing about. Thanksgiving is just what I mentioned. 
Uh, Thanksgiving, the first Thanksgiving, was a time where people who disagreed about politics, about religion, could come together and have a feast together, together, and give thanks for what was uh, provided to them and what is being provided, um, and what will be provided. Uh, those who were present at uh, the first Thanksgiving were not all Christians. There were Native Americans who uh, believed in the Great Spirit and had a kind of uh, pantheistic view of things. Uh, and, you know, Native American spirituality. And so uh, they, and that's kind of generalistic in itself to say, you know, they believed in Native American spirituality. They believed in spirituality. You know, they believed in the Great Spirit. Um, uh, and so they didn't, it didn't matter how you believed, you know, the food was provided. Uh, what mattered was that you believed that it was provided. And so you could give thanks to somebody for it. Uh, I think, or I do believe that uh, the only way to truly give thanks during Thanksgiving is with a Christian worldview, with a Christian mindset, with a Christian heart. Uh, but that doesn't exclude non-believers from joining the table fellowship and enjoying some uh, a turkey leg, as it were. Uh, I wanted to make a couple acknowledgments and a couple points um, as a way of or in passing where uh, is often taught that the Christian pilgrims uh, fled England amidst religious persecution and look how hypocritical these uh, pilgrims were they fled persecution, and then they persecuted the Native Americans when they got here. Uh, I have a problem, a couple problems with this teaching. One, there are, here, okay, so there are three ways you can look at that theory. One is that they were hypocrites, and they uh, believed that you shouldn't get, you know, and, you know, they, let's say they believed that you couldn't, or that they wanted a free society where there's religious tolerance and diversity and all that, and then all of a sudden they show up, um, or they said that they wanted religious freedom and diversity and plurality, but really they had no intentions of doing that, and yes, that's hypocritical. That's one theory. Uh, two, second theory would be uh, they, you know, ideally would want religious freedom and uh, genuinely believed in diversity and plurality and whatnot and they just fell short they you know they ran into this native tribe and uh, you know they were reactionary what have you and they reacted badly and they acted against their worldview and they recognized that it was wrong and they repented and sought forgiveness and all that. Uh, that's another uh, view that you could certainly have. 
uh, or uh, my, my view is that they had no intentions of religious diversity from the get-go. Uh, they never planned on having a religious uh, plurality or religious freedom. Uh, in fact, uh, in their compact in, uh, in Massachusetts, in uh, Plymouth, uh, you, it's in there that you could not vote, you could not uh, be in office unless you are a born-again uh, Christian. I think you even had to be Congregationalist. There was no uh, allowance for other denominations. You might have been able to be Presbyterian, but I don't know. But So the point is, is that you had to be a born-again, baptized, uh, in-good-standing Christian in order to be in this, um, in order to be a part of uh, their society, uh, they were the first Baptists, as it were, in one sense. But they baptized babies, so that's why I think that they were Congregationalists, and they wanted that form of government. Uh, they uh, they sought after a pure church. Uh, my, my point of bringing up all the or bringing this up is that they had no intentions of uh, plurality of seeking a common ground seeking a uh, a murky middle with the native tribes of America uh, you could say that they had every intention of uh, kicking them out uh, in one you know, or con- I, I would say that they had every intentions of converting them. And in fact, many of the native tribes did convert to Christianity. There are many native tribes still in Massachusetts who are more conservative Christians, who are more conservative of Christian than uh, the white people that uh, reside in Massachusetts to this day, uh, which is a fascinating uh, reality to me. Uh, and, but that tends to be commonplace that uh, liberal white Christians uh, tend to uh, reside in uh, the, the New England area, which is humorous to me since the whole point of the New England era, or at least Massachusetts, was to be the most profoundly conservative uh, area in the world. In fact, uh, the City on the Hill sermon is often uh, spoken of during this time about the pilgrims. Uh, had had that point exactly to make that uh, those in Plymouth, those from the Mayflower, those from those pilgrims, understood that their fellow Englishmen that they had left, uh, their uh, ancestor, ancestry land, uh, the uh, Germans, the French, everybody in Europe in, uh, were looking at them to see what happens uh, because everybody wanted to know whether or not uh, it would be possible to have a perfectly Christian society uh, if they didn't have the 
European baggage uh, of wars and you know, uh, of wars and attacks and grudges and all the things you know, hundreds of years of French and English and German or Germanic wars back and forth Spanish wars on going back and forth back and forth you know they finally got sick of it in one sense and just said okay now we need to uh, let, let's see whether or not it is us let's see if it's because our let's see if our history is holding us back and so they moved to uh, came to the new world in order to plant a stake and do an experiment uh, to see whether that not this is the case. I would argue uh, that much of America has uh, proven this theory to be somewhat correct. I think that it is extremely helpful that uh, the only rivalries that we have here are uh, you know the the tensions between North and South after the Civil War are nothing compared to uh, historically the English and the French or the Germans and the French or the Spanish and the uh, Dutch uh, the enmity between those uh, uh, common Christians, those Catholic Christians, uh, the universal church had been splintered by warfare, uh, much of it from the, mid the civil magistrates clashing swords. Uh, and so it, it, it's fascinating to me, uh, the progress that we've come. And so my view is that they had no intentions of religious tolerance or religious uh, liberty in their uh, compacts and in their uh, writings. They had every intentions of having a pure church, a pure religion, a pure uh, sanctified, holy life with one another. Uh, with the law of God as their uh, as their civil code uh, with the law of God as the source of their knowledge and the source of their uh, actions, their behaviors. Uh, they didn't want uh, philosophers like uh, Plato and Cicero and all the O's Aristotle, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, they didn't want them to be a part of their society, so they only grabbed from the Word of God. And I think all the better for it. Uh, now, with Thanksgiving, you know, I say all that um, partly because that's, kind of, that's where I stand. Uh, I personally think that their theocratic society is much better was much better than the way that we have it set up now in America. I think personally that John Adams uh, did Massachusetts a disservice um, when he added uh, Caesarian influences, uh, Roman influences, Greek influences to 
the Massachusetts Constitution. Uh, this is a very unfortunate uh, history, one in which uh, we should certainly lament over. Uh, but, you know, such is reality, right? Uh, there are unfortunate unfortunalities in life that you can't change. Uh, there's misfortunes but that you just simply have to almost uh, swallow, um, almost like get over yourself. Uh, but, you know, in the beginning of America, um, that was not the case. There was a, a very strong Christian backbone with the pilgrims understanding God's providence, understanding uh, where we stood as a people, as an American people. And this is an extremely important development in Christian behavior in American history. Uh, so when we're dealing with, or striving to deal with, uh, this Thanksgiving thing, I want that be, to be um, put in perspective, put that in our minds, uh, no matter how far back in our minds, that uh, the, the pilgrims had no intentions of uh, sharing the space with unbelievers. Uh, they had no problems with Native Americans, as long as those Native Americans uh, repented of their idolatry and came to Jesus, uh, and to which I would say, you know, amen, right? Uh, so I would encourage you to uh, do similarly. Now, and similarly as I, I would encourage you to come to Jesus. As I often say at the end of each show, uh, drink your coffee and come to Jesus. Uh, similarly, I would say uh, during Thanksgiving, same thing, eat your, eat your turkey, eat your chicken, eat your stuffing, and come to Jesus. Now, why do I think that Thanksgiving is not a Christian holiday, but it's an American holiday? Uh, one that was not simply for white uh, um, Christians, uh, New England Christians. Uh, the reason why is because uh, Thanksgiving from its conception in Plymouth Rock was always uh, meant to be a time where no matter your personal views on any subject, uh, you could still get together and share a meal. Uh, you you have Christian you have Christian uh, people, right? You have uh, the pilgrims who are of the Christian influence. You have a, a tribe of Native Americans who. Uh, embrace uh, their spirituality of wor of worshiping and uh, following the Great Spirit. 
And here these two people are, two people of opposing worldviews, people of opposing views of life, of reality, of uh, how to run a society. And bam, they're they're provided a meal together um, and they are uh, eating and feasting, uh, stuffing their faces with stuffing to the glory of God and the joy of all people especially them. And we uh, must look at this, must uh, look at this and wonder what is, you know, what's going on. Uh, You should, I'm, I'm quite confident that there were debates in the first Thanksgiving on who gets to do the benediction, who gets to pray before the meal, uh, and to whom are they going to pray to? Are they going to pray to the Great Spirit, uh, Wonkatanka? Or are they going to pray to the Lord God, Omnipotent Yahweh, uh, for this meal? And certainly, uh, the Christians prevailed. Uh, The uh, native tribesmen bowed their heads and closed their eyes, as it were, and uh, they had their meal together. But it was not without difficulties that they did this, right? This was not a the most civil of meals, but it was certainly not a uh, throwing stuff around, across the kitchen table and strangling your aunt situation either. Uh, And so I think that those who argue against Thanksgiving, uh, they have, it is my personal conviction that those who are vehemently against Thanksgiving and what it stands for, or are against what it stands for, not against Thanksgiving itself. Uh, What does it stand for? Well, it stands for... Uh, dialogue. It, you can't share a meal with somebody without talking to them. Uh, and so I'm suspicious that those who seek to have society almost reject or discount the uh, Thanksgiving what they're real, what they are seeking to do is uh, ignore uh, ignore each other. They don't want people to talk. Uh, they don't want people to unite. They don't want people to hear the other side. They don't want people to share a meal together. They want chaos. They want uh, intersectionality. They want uh, the persecutor and the persecuted to be on opposite sides of the table screaming at each other. Uh, They want the house to be divided. But that's not how Thanksgiving works, folks. Thanksgiving is a wonderful picture of how uh, governments are supposed to be ran. Uh, It's a wonderful picture of how uh, life is supposed to be lived. Uh, there is in every one of us 
a white man and a red man uh, duking it out. There are there is the Christian and the spiritualist. There is the believer and the unbeliever within us all, as Christians, I should say, within all Christians, and they are duking it out, arguing. And so the Christian life is a continuous thanksgiving of which as Americans we have a picture of what that looks like every year on a set apart Thursday in order for the world to see what every Christian has to experience every single day this warring faction, uh, sharing a meal with each other, uh, getting life from each other in, in a uh, sort of uh, pleasant war, a, ple- a, ple- a war of pleasantries, a feast of fighting. Uh, Thanksgiving is one of fighting and laughing and feasting, and this is uh, true in just about every house. Uh, what you know, you're gonna have all people from all walks of life, of all viewpoints, um, at that uh, Thanksgiving table. Uh, even if the differentiation or the differences and the variance of the viewpoints are slimmer than others, some people in their you know, some families, some uh, big families, even have uh, common ground. There, you know, there are by God's grace and glory be to him, there are families who have worked these things out in such a way where everybody's on the same page on at least the crucial stuff so you don't have like an atheist Uncle Bob with um, debating the Muslim Uncle um, Jerry with the Presbyterian uh, dad uh, you know trying to get his um, point across, but also refereeing uh, the two of them. Uh, some of them are just, you know, a solid Presbyterian or Baptist or Catholic or uh, a Methodist home. Everybody's a Methodist. Everybody's a cat is a uh, Papist. Everybody is a Presbyterian. Everybody's a Baptist, and they I mean, they still argue, but there's uh, unanimity in certain doctrines, which kind of. Uh, helps to clear up the air so that they can debate about other things. But there's still going to be arguments during these um, things, and they should be not frowned upon. They shouldn't be avoided, ignored. Uh, They should be encouraged and loved. Uh, Well, beyond all this, guys, uh, Thanksgiving is wonderful i hope i convinced you to look forward to the uh the fighting uh hopefully there's plenty of laughter and uh and hopefully by the end there's plenty of food to feast upon again uh here's the end i will talk to you again my friend go drink some coffee 
come to Jesus and enjoy the turkey. God bless you guys and take care.